Right then, welcome to Ryan's Road Podcast number 34. Um, James can't come today because he's now a daddy. He's actually got his little baby girl that was born yesterday. Um, but his uh, girlfriend had to have, was it a C-section thing? So basically, is at home supporting his missus and his baby. New baby. So I thought, no better time than to get the first guest on who, best way of saying it, well, hello Tom. Hello, yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Obviously we've been yakking for a little bit beforehand, um, half of it said, damn this is podcast talk, we should have <laughs> yeah. just started sooner. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, been on about getting you on for, well, fucking a month or two, yeah, yeah, a bit, bit of a yeah, while. Yeah, about, I think I met you, you know, about three months ago, yeah. I think it was, in the summer, weren't it? Yeah, That's yeah. it, oh. So. But but now I'd I'd, um, I'd messaged Tom a couple of weeks ago about because I'd sorted out some microphones and whatnot, and then rightfully so you gave me a nudge, didn't you, about a day or two ago saying, did, yeah, "What's yeah. fucking crackling, right?" Yeah, yeah. And I knew that Hamp's baby was imminent, so I was like, "I'll tell you what, as long as there was like this kids party fucking afternoon today, so I was like, as long as that don't go all shit, yeah, mum should be good." Yeah. So uh, so got you. And mate. here we are, yeah, and I'm I'm really happy to be on. Ooh, I'm happy to have you. As you know. I'm a massive fan of the podcast. I love Thank what you're doing. Mate, uh, tingles, you're saying, that tingles. Nah, it's really, really good, mate. I, I enjoy it every week. Although awesome. I've not quite caught up with every podcast. Ah, uh, don't blame me. I've still got about five or six that I've not listened to yet. Yeah. So, But it's always good. It's just time, that's all. Oh, You've fuck got yeah. to find the time to mate, listen the, to them. the podcast like, I listen to myself, I don't yeah. think I've listened to everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is hard to catch up, isn't it's it? It's life, isn't it? Yeah, when you yeah. find time to listen to a whole one well, sort of thing. Know, me, know. myself, it's normally like, when I'm in my van, or if I'm on a job where like the customers aren't staring at me all day, sort yeah. of thing, I'll get left yeah. on my own in a room doing some sockets, and yeah. I'll have my headphones in and whatnot. But like, I don't do it at home, I don't think, because I think kids need to know. So. No, they are, that's the beautiful <laughs> thing about podcasts, though. You can, there's a lot of music, aren't they? You yeah. Put your, I put my AirPods in, and I just listen to them, you know, or, or I've got them on in the car often. I'm finding myself listening to podcasts more than I actually listen to music now, and I'm a massive music lover. Yeah, and I just can't help it. Yeah, but they take up so much time. Like that's if you've it, got a half it. hour journey, yeah, you've got no time to listen to any music if you're yeah. listening to a podcast episode. No, no, it's taking it all up. So, uh, you know what yeah. I mean, I'll go through yeah. phases. I'll go through like a phase of like heavy podcast listening, and then I'll go like, oh yeah, music, music. and then it'll be like music <laughs> yeah, for a few yeah, weeks, yeah, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. So to be fair, I'm on more of a music phase at the minute. Oh, yeah. But yeah. what I found with music lately is I've steered towards um, TikTok. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there's yeah. a guy that I like on there that yeah. just covers. Yeah, yeah. So I'll like, I'll have my phone on on the on his TikTok account, and yeah. I'll just flick it as I'm driving because he does little clips of covers sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. It kind of goes between the two. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll just uh, say congratulations to James as well. Yes. You know, before yes. we before we get too far into it, know, right? well done, man. Congratulations. Good luck to him. He's got his yeah. missus, his stepdaughter, <laughs> yeah. and now he's got a daughter. Ah, uh, house full of women. Yeah. Fuck. You've. Got, yeah, you, you I've got one. Kids? Yeah, so what? obviously I, my missus and my daughter, and then I've got a little boy as well who's oh. fifteen months. So, oh, that's not so bad. So we've that's got a split. Bad. Although yeah. we have got two cats, they're both females. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're slightly yeah. outnumbered. Oh dear. Hopefully, uh, did you want a boy? So you got uh, one of each. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my eldest, uh, my daughter. I'll be honest with you. I never ever thought we'd have a daughter. I've got three really? brothers. Uh, right. Yeah. So I grew up, you know, with boys. Um, I was like everyone was saying <clears throat> when uh, Jess was pregnant my partner with yeah. her um, you, you know you could have a boy you could have a boy and yeah. I, I got it in myself I was like yeah it's going to be a boy it's got to be a boy yeah. what am I going to do with a little girl anyway yeah, I can't, yeah. you know I'm not going to I know you what know. you mean 
uh, and then we we didn't find out the sex and. Um, why? I don't know why people don't do that. Yeah, we, we didn't with either of them, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah. But um, in the operating theatre, because Jess had a C-section. Oh, okay. Um, when they held up this little yeah. girl, I was like, shit, yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, and, and don't me wrong, it absolutely changed my life. Oh, it does. Absolutely changed my life. I was just trying to say to, when I spoke to James, obviously, about having the imminent baby yeah. sort of thing, I like you can't put into words what it's like when you become a parent. Yeah, like, yeah, there's literally yeah. no words for no, it. No, like no. Words like love and care and yeah, da-da-da. I'm yeah, like, yeah. They're, they've been used so many times. Like yeah. There needs to be a new set of words for describing it because you just can't. All you can say is, wait till it happens, you'll know what I mean. And yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, and then I think yeah. he said to myself in a message, he was like, um, he said, I didn't have this kind of capacity to love sort of thing. Yeah. I went, yeah, you got it. I was yeah, like, because it's yeah. just that feeling of like, Fuck. Like, You're absolutely right. You really can't describe it, can uh, you? Um, yeah, phenomenal. It's nuts. Um, yeah. Yep. So it was a shocker having a girl, but but I quickly got used to it. it took me a few months to adapt, so really? I got used to it. Yeah, yeah, I got used to it. And uh, as I say, I couldn't imagine it either way now. Yeah. Well, it's your life now, isn't yeah, it? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, but when when we had Max, so we didn't know again, and I guess, yeah, answering your original question I did want a boy but yeah. I was like you know if it is another girl yeah. it's cool you know she'll have a sister and I- I'm cool with it now the whole girl thing doesn't scare yeah, me anymore yeah. uh, but I was made up when he when when he you know realised he was yeah. a boy and, and it's great having one of each I feel really really blessed to have one of each yeah. I really do feel blessed Yeah. see I don't know what I'd do now to be fair with having the three boys sort yeah. of thing because yeah. I know I had to come around to the idea quite early on anyway um Sorry for boring everyone, but fuck you. Um, oh, is it now? Yeah, because when the missus was pregnant with mine, with Harvey, the first yeah. one, I was like, right, boy, boy this, boy that, boy that, to the point where she got really upset because I remember her saying to me, she went, I feel like you're going to leave me if it's a girl. And I was like, oh. I was like, well, don't be fucking daft. Like, no, yeah. but yeah. I literally, I hadn't even took one second to think about it being a girl. Yeah. So yeah. then because like she obviously felt so bad about it sort yeah. of thing, I, I literally spun myself 360 to make myself want a girl so I had like names sorted and everything and I was just ready for a girl I'd like prepped myself mentally yeah, right I'm having yeah, a girl now because yeah. I don't want the missus being worried <clears throat> so when we found out it was a boy it was like oh. <laughs> was like oh okay and obviously the next one a boy and then the third one sort of thing but we've even said now like if we did have one and I've said to the wife I don't know what I'll do with a fucking girl sort mm. of thing because obviously like I take my boys to fight club and everything else and blah blah and she was like well, you just do that with her. You would, yeah. And that's like, the thing. You would just yeah, take good her point. to Fight Club. Because yeah. you say girl, because it's yeah. just this like inanimate thing until you have yeah, them. It's... You just think of the stereotype. Like, oh, I'm going to have yeah. to get a dolls and play yeah. dresses and whatnot. Yeah. But like even now, like, because um, I had two kids. We had a bloody kids party yesterday and then one this morning. But then the one yesterday took up all day because it was the wife's best mate's kid. So she helped prep the party like yeah. all fucking week. Anyway, when I was there yesterday, I'd speak to some of the parents and it was like, there was this one girl and I didn't know it was a girl because she'd come in dressed as a dinosaur like because they were like to come fancy dress but full on like head of a dinosaur and everything <laughs> didn't, it was just a kid that looked like a little dinosaur I said to her fucking I see that kid with her and she went oh yeah it's a so and so's kid I, isn't she a girl she's like yeah and they ended up sitting with her at the table she went oh yeah she won't wear dresses and this and that and, yeah, yeah. but like the amount of parents I've heard like speak like that about girls sort of thing it's like yeah you, you just can't like pigeonhole them like can you just is what it is no you really can't and um, <coughs> yeah my, my missus quite 
strongly opinionated on that as well. She was like, you know, I don't want to be buying her dolls and, yeah. you know, in a pink push chair and whatever, you know, for her to play with. We'll buy her things. If she wants that, then, yeah. well, she can play with that. But we're not going to, like, you know, gender stuff. Like if, if she gets to the yeah. age where it's like, yeah. you're going around Smiths or something like, yeah. oh, I like that doll. Yeah, yeah, Fair enough, you can it, have it. That's it. Yeah, but yeah. not, like, newborn, right, you're having Barbie sort of thing. Yeah. But, um, so we've never really been like that. But as it turns out, she is quite girly. She yeah. does like dolls and things like that. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But so does Max, to be honest with you. He likes, he likes dolls. He was mm. wearing a little crown the other day. Oh, bless and, you. Yeah, but he's just like, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's cool. No, I think yeah, that's a bad cool. thing. They got a, no, no. It's 21st century living, isn't it? Yeah, They've got to have a way it. of yeah, yeah, both sort it. of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So kids are, kids are just sort of like, you know. They're, they're just neutral, aren't they? Yeah. They're what we sort of make yeah. them a lot of the time. Mate, they're what they yeah. see. Yeah. And that's like, it, try yeah. and get that through to the wife half the yeah. time when, like, <clears throat> a big one is when they say what instead of pardon. Yeah. Like, that does her head in. Then every time she shouts what at them, I'm like, yeah. You realise what you, 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 you're teaching yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. so you can't get pissed off when they do it because they're only copying yeah. you, sort of thing. Like, when they swear, I'm like, that's from me. <laughs> so, like, when I hear them swearing, like, ah, oh, shit, bollocks, and fuck, I'm like, <laughs> I've got to go, just try not to, like, I know I do it, but, like, just wait until you're a bit older, or, like, because what I worry about with, not so much about them swearing, but they're an age, because they're also young, yeah. is, like, they swear out of context sort of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I know there's a place and a time. Like, if yeah. I go to a customer's house, yeah. I don't swear until I get comfortable, and yeah. I know I can, yeah. and then I just, I, like, free then, I'm just me sort of thing, but you can control it sort of thing. So, but whether that young, they ain't got that kind of control. Nah, so nah. I don't want them at school going, ah, oh, miss these fucking spellings. <laughs> yeah. Sort of thing. Like, nah. It don't go down too well, does it? No, no, not at nah. all. But yeah, something <laughs> resonated with me that you actually brought up in a podcast, um, shouting at them to stop shouting. Oh, yeah. I found myself doing that a few times. Stop shouting. It kills me. And it's like, yeah, hang on a minute. I'm shouting at you to, to tell stop, you to stop, stop shouting. shouting. Yeah. I'll never forget that feeling. Yeah. That was around the time... Um, I started exercising. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah with um, yeah. Cause obviously doing my fitness stuff and yeah, my yeah, fitness yeah, vlogs yeah. and everything else. And when people talk to me about that, a lot I get a lot of them um, attention on Instagram at the minute, like yeah. uh, messages and comments yeah. and stuff. And they'll they'll say stuff, and I said it. I swear it was just the other day, like on Friday or Thursday, because I'd put up a bit more. I think I'd put in my story some clips of like the little ten minute cardio I do from workout. Yeah. So yeah. I'd someone said, "Oh man, you're nuts at doing this and da da da." And anyway, I got to the point of saying, like, I don't do this for fitness. Like, actually, the, the fitness side of it, it's almost like a side effect. Yeah. Like, the moment I decided, right, okay, I need to exercise again, James was really struggling with his drink, because obviously my brother is a year sober now. Yeah. Because we yeah. started the podcast about a year yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I was like, and I know how he spoke to me about his relationship and what and his drinking and da-da-da. And that was around the time, I, I'll never forget that moment of shouting at my eldest to stop shouting and mm. just, just general... Like, I just, just didn't have the patience. Like, around that time, my average morning was my youngest getting into the bed, um, obviously earlier. So that just kind of rattles you at first, because oh, you're not comfortable. Yeah. But then my middle son would come and try and get into the bed. My youngest wouldn't be happy with that, so they need to throw a fit. And you know when like, young kids throw a fit and they throw themselves mm. back? So then he'd always smack his head off my head. So I'm <laughs> yeah. like, so you know, so it's like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll sit seven o'clock and I'm getting woken up by basically someone punching me in the head. Oh. And then, like, so you're like, fine, I'm up. And then you straight away, you're in that, that zone of, ugh. And then they're trying to, I don't know, they're bickering about something. You're just straight to, like, well, you just fuck off. Yeah, like, so why are you fucking, like, just be your fucking, and you just, you can't cope with it sort of thing. Yeah. And I would, and especially, like I say, around that time when I, sh I shouted at him, and I've done it many times before, but it just really stood out. I just had this voice throwing my head, like, 
fuck you doing right like what do you expect like i said about the wife with the whole saying what sort of thing yeah like, how am i gonna stop him from shouting when i'm shouting at him? i'm like this is ridiculous so yeah i messaged jam and, and i was like look i need a change you need a fucking change get here monday and we'll do something and that's why if you ever look on my instagram posts i always say something is greater than nothing yeah because a lot of people seem to have the idea in the head that that entry level of doing anything is like right i've got to start a full workout routine from monday and a whole diet plan and da 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 it's like let's do something yeah like, i think the first week or two we exercised like i know the first day we spoke for an hour i think the next day we like tried some movements to see like like how how we were with pull-ups and things on push-ups because both of us got dodgy elbows and stuff and it was just like that but the whole point of it was because i wanted to be a better parent and a better husband and it really showed because it got to the point where i'd come in the house and the kids would be arguing and it just didn't phase me i'd be like hey look chill out he might have took that but you shouldn't have hit him you should have come and told me so let's just leave it at that if you do it again you get a warning right you look at the time you need to brush your teeth or you're going to be late for school and you just systematically go through it and you just don't let it get yeah, to you. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah, yeah. and it's it. just, I always say it's the cardio that does that as well. Yeah. yeah the strength training don't do it. it. It's that whole getting your heart rate up. Yeah, I've listened to you uh, discuss that a number of times yeah. now. And so I've totally about it a lot. It. I totally agree with it, yeah. And it's something at the moment, I'm, I'm at the point where I really need to yeah. get into doing something again. Well, I was talking to one of the, again, at this kid's party once yesterday, I got talking <coughs> to someone. Funnily enough, it was because the wife, someone had said to the wife, and they kind of agreed that, because it was a kid's party, there was a dad that had bought his kid, and you could clearly see he didn't know anyone, just stood there on his own. Yeah. So women, I say women, not to judge them too much, yeah. but they were just like, oh, look at him, he put it down, and knowing what I'm like, obviously yeah. I talk, yeah. so the wife's like, go talk to him, right, like, go, go, so I'm like, oh, fuck it, so I just yak to him all the fucking time, but obviously me being me, got into the podcast, the fitness stuff, whatnot. He does more weight training than anything. So I was like, ah, what are you doing that for? I got talking to him. And one of the things he said was, because he's moved over here from Sutton. Um, if you're not familiar with the area, that's like the next town. It's town, isn't it? It's not yeah, city. It's, it's the next town it's over town, from, yeah. from where we live. Part of Birmingham, isn't it? But yeah. It's, it's next town. So it's the next town over. So he's moved. he said like he'd moved here to be with his missus and they've got a baby and whatnot. Yeah. And he said he used to go in the gym on the evenings, but then his missus had said like, she wants to see him on the evenings with the kids. So can you go to the gym in the morning? And he said, like, oh, I try going in the morning, mate. And she, she can't she can't work for me, blah, blah, blah. And I said, do you just do your, your weights when you're there? And he thought I meant, like, do you mix it with body weight training? So he started saying pull-ups and stuff. I went, no, no, no. I mean, do you do any cardio? And, oh, God, no. I went, well, there's your fucking problem, then. I went, because doing weight training and uh, calisthenics, any kind of strength training is good. But it gets your heart rate up a bit. It does get your body moving and whatnot. And the main kind of um, psychological benefit you get from that is that you're seeing some progress. And that always helps people within their life. If you can see you're progressing with something, you feel good about it. Yeah. And that yeah. helps you around. But yeah. that's more of like once you've been doing it for a couple of weeks, because you can compare then to what you've done. And even then, it's it's not that huge. It's not that um, sudden. Whereas with cardio, just getting your heart rate up, I've, you've probably heard me say it before, I always refer to it as like the magic button. Yeah. Because it is. And again, I always refer to this stuff as if you think of us as like physiologically as we were made sort of thing as human beings. We're, we're, what we're in now is like a society cage sort of thing. Like what we were built for, made for, and as we are now, because we haven't evolved past this yet. Like the, the way the human race has gone in the past, like few thousand years sort of thing, it's went boom, fucking flew off. So like we haven't caught up with it yet, like physically. So anyway, you got to think of us like we're meant to be going out like 
either chasing our food or running away from shit that's trying <laughs> yeah, to kill us sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I, bet, oh, I bet people way back in the day, like caveman sort of thing, I bet they had a great resting heart rate because they'd have got it up. But most of us nowadays, just generally going about your day-to-day life, even if you've got a generally labour-intensive job, your heart rate don't often go up that much. And you need, Fitbits are good because you can see a number, but even if you ain't got that, the general thing is, if you feel yourself getting out of breath, get to that point and push past it for a couple of minutes, just do that every day. Like I said, we do 10 minutes in the morning, and that's it. But just that feeling of like, fuck, I'm awake now. Because a big comment I get is, I don't know how you have the energy to do that. I'm like, I didn't start doing it because I had the energy. Nah. Ask anyone that's known me for years. I am not a morning person ever. That's why I had that stint for a few years working at UPS nights because I thought it'd suit me better because I just weren't a fucking morning person. I'm one of them like, you know, I'd sleep in. Yeah, I had, had an argument with the missus when we not long met because oh, well, I think we're on the on the way to like uh, the Christmas market, the German, German market, market yeah. yeah, in Brum. <clears throat> she turned the fucking car around, mate. We didn't go. Yeah, really? turned out like a week after that's when we found out she was pregnant so it's like well actually we're so fucking yeah, nuts yeah, yeah. but anyway I, ba- I basically tried to politely say like do you think because she's got her daughter as well that's now 11 I think she was like near <coughs> nearly 5 at the time and I was like do you think she- we could get her to like you know stay in bed a little bit later mate she used to get up at 8 o'clock now I'm like that's fucking amazing eight like, that's man. great but I-, I hadn't had my own kid at the time yeah. I was used to like you know wake up groggy uh Tea, chuck a film on sort of thing on a weekend or whatever yeah, yeah. I think she can get up a bit later but obviously because she'd gone through being if she was like she just flew off the fucking handle at me like you're having a fucking laugh you're joking but that's what I mean painting the picture of like I was not a morning person yeah so that's why like yeah when I do this now I'm like yeah I don't want to fucking get up in the morning because that's the thing you, you tend to get when you see people doing stuff that you don't do you just throw these excuses out with your head of like oh they're not like me or Obviously, they've got something different about them and blah de blah And I'm like, mate, I'm just like you. I've got a couple people on Instagram now that I've got, I feel like I've got a little following that regularly message me and whatnot. And a couple of them have got comfortable enough now to actually start to open up a little bit. And the one was telling me the other day about, like, you know, he's actually quite depressed and down and whatnot. And I said about, mate, just exercise. Same thing, magic button. Go, just go do a run, da-da-da. And he was like, oh, mate, you're so good. It's like, you, you don't think anything like me. He's like, you, you just find a solution and just do it and da-da-da. I was like, mate, I'm exactly like you. I was like, I get anxious. I feel depressed. I feel stressed. I beat at myself because I feel like I ain't done enough. Like, I always think I can do better. That's why I'll often try and bang on about people patting themselves on the back for the little things because we'll always say we haven't done enough like uh, the, the same conversation with the, the lad who's like oh, I've done a run the other day he went I could barely do 15 minutes a few months ago I could do like half an hour nearly an hour and I was like oh well, fuck last month yeah. fuck them oh, that isn't now I was like mate you could do 10 minutes great Go do 10 minutes then every day. It's 10 minutes more than nothing. Yeah. I was like, go do that until you can do fucking 15. Yeah. And um, also, I've had a guy recently message me now um, last week asking me if I do online PT or if it was something I was interested in getting into. And there was something because it kind of goes with the theme I've got of like body and mind and whatnot. So I've kind of done a bit of a deal with him. So I'll help him. I'm just messaging him sort of thing, giving him tips and my advice. Um, Not charging him anything, but basically said, if you can just document your progress and then once we're all done and finished, you can just credit me for your progress and whatnot. And then I might see if I can spin something off it. But anyway, one of the messages he says to me, because I said about um, body weight training and pull-ups and stuff, and he's like, oh, just to let you know, like, I can only do about two pull-ups. And I messaged him back saying, like, honestly, I'm not taking the piss. That's really fucking good. I was like, the fact you can do two, 
Like, don't beat, stop beating yourself down and saying, oh, only like, that's fucking good. There's a lot of people that can't do a pull-up. Yeah, I'm one of those Which, people. yeah, even, <laughs> even then, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, because there's still it, yeah. shit you can yeah, do. Course, there's, yeah. I've got, like, YouTube videos on how to start doing pull-ups because there's a lot of people that can't yeah. do any. Yeah. So that's why I said to him, mate, if you can already do two, yeah. I was like, You're brilliant. You're so if you can do two, you can do two every day. Yeah, and that'll yeah. turn to three, and that'll turn to five, ten, twenty. You just got to keep yeah, fucking course, doing it. Of course, yeah. And so, yeah. And like you say with your morning cardio, the, the magic button yeah people say they haven't got the energy for it I feel like that at the moment yep. but I'm sure doing that gives you the energy it really does yeah and yeah. It's, it's hard because you have I've, I've with the guy that I'm PTing I found like because he'll ask me stuff and I'm like oh, I've said all this before so I found myself scrolling through my videos normally yeah. the, like, the little ones I do on my phone when I'm in my van and stuff yeah. Yeah. and now I've got a couple of them so I sent in the links because the one <laughs> I always go on about is especially in the morning because I once I had someone ask me from the fight club I go to about, well, I don't get up early in the morning. Yeah. And um, if you're familiar with this anecdote, let me know, because I've said it before. And he says, um, well, yeah, I said, why do you want to get up early? And he's like, oh, because, you know, I think it'd be good. And I went, if that's your only reason, good fucking luck. I was like, no, no, um, no offence or anything. Obviously, I, carry, I then elaborated on what I meant. And I said, like, because in the morning, when you want to get up, you're going to have all them demons in your head. And I said, you've got to picture it like a medieval battlefield. So you're there, they're on the summit, you're at the, so they've got high ground for a start. And then every fucking soldier and horse is going to be like, oh, it's bloody cosy in here. Oh, I've done a lot this week. Oh, the missus was stressed anyway. I've got a busy day today. Like, I'm not quite feeling myself. I didn't eat all the right stuff today. So maybe I'll start next week. You know, the amount of shit our heads come up with that want to stop us, it's really weird. Like, it is if, really if weird. You've yeah. got to literally picture yourself having someone there in front of you and their only job is to stop you from progressing with your life and improving on everything and anything. That's literally the voice in your head. Most of all, voices in your head. Yeah. So I'm like, so again, picture that battlefield and every one of them excuses or reasons is there and they're all lined up as these people and they've all got like big fucking swords and there's a bloody tank there and whatever. You've really got to imagine it like that. And then you're on this side with your one little archer going, but I think it'd be good if I got up early. Ping. Like, it ain't gonna work. You need to build up the good voices. So every time yeah, you get, right, yeah. you need every time you get a bad voice, you have to have a good one to combat it. Yeah. So it's almost like a game of um. Oh, what's the best? Oh, uh, like um. Eeny, meeny, no, not any mini money. Pretty more like um. I don't know why I'm picturing the old flower and you get she loves me, she loves me not, she loves oh, me, yeah, she loves yeah, me not. Yeah, yeah. So I the last know what that game's called. But yeah, yeah. 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 But because that's just based on the yeah. number of petals on it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you need the last one to be the good one. Yeah. Because if the last voice is, nah, fuck it. You, like, you're rolling back over. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you need to have that. Go- and again, one of them ones is like you're trying to if, if you're trying to tell yourself, nah, if I get up, it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. Mate, I still do it now. It, it's really hard. It's developing this little fucking micro routine. Yeah. I could have done it the other morning. Um, why is it now? Because obviously I work out now on the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but do a full body workout. So on the Tuesday and Thursday, I don't get up. But um, the babby had woke up. It was, what, 20, about 6 o'clock-ish sort of thing, maybe quarter past 6. And I thought, no, nah, I'll get up at 7. Then the kids all started being cunts and whatnot. So then like, I dragged myself up. Mrs. was pissed off. Da-da-da. It was horrible morning. But then the fucker is that I found with this as well. Because I always use the term blissfully ignorant. Because what I find is, so in that moment, I was annoyed because obviously I would woke up. Kids were being awkward. I'm thinking about the day, stressing about that. But then I, then I had the thought of, why didn't I get up when the babby first called? 
because I could have literally, I was already up. I'd had to walk to that room. Instead of coming back to my room, I should have went down the stairs, made a tea, come upstairs, give me the missus a drink, had a drink, chuck the telly on, woke up a bit, and by the time they all started being Larry, we'd have handled it better. Yeah. Simple because I didn't do that, then I'd dig on myself even more because yeah. I didn't, because I know I should have sort of thing so it's a hard one to balance like it does help you but at the same time then if you don't do it you're aware that you should have done it so then you feel even worse and then it makes you go deeper in the hole so it's a hard one but if you can make yourself do it then yeah like you feel even better if you've got them mornings when you've got all them excuses and you manage to push yourself out to do what for me obviously it's coming out into the garden doing the workout sort of thing you get to the end of it and you're like you start your day with a win and that's a big win yeah, big, big win. It, yeah. It's a fucking yeah, huge yeah. one. And it, yeah, it's yeah. one of them. It, it literally, it translates the start of the day. Yeah. The, the wife had it, what was it, the other week. She had some shitty thing pissing her off um, to do with her ex. Like, we had, obviously, I think you've known through the podcast, we both got diagnosed with PTSD yeah, from the yeah. car crash. Yeah, yeah. But when we had our initial assessment, the assessor that was, that done it actually found out that she's got some PTSD from a past relationship. So it creeps up every now and then when mm. she gets really upset. So it was one morning, it was about that sort of shit. I managed to talk to her and sort it out. But then she was on a wobble all, the rest of the whole day then. And she was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I like messing around at work. And I went, it's because you started your day shit. Like, it literally sets the tone. So again, going back to when I say, like, with the babby, me getting woke up, we're getting a headbutt from the youngest and then just all, there. Like, that's it then, that set the tone for the day. Oh, I can't be asked. don't want to do it, don't want to fucking deal with it. But if you could start the day with, oh, I did something good there. It, it opens you up it's like it's literally stepping through a different door but for the rest of the day because if you don't do it then it's even harder to try and turn it around later on in the day that's possible but it's almost like that's next level yeah like I, I totally get it like yeah. I, I have days where they just start bad and then yeah. everything is just downhill then it's just yeah. like and then other days like you say you get up early I'm the first one at work you know which yeah. is important for me a lot of the time get a bit yeah. organised get a quick coffee in there and uh, yeah. and everything's good I can deal with any problem that comes my way then yeah anything happens I can deal with it um, just going to turn the camera on and off you carry on yeah but um, yeah if I have a bad start and I do I do find mornings I always have found mornings difficult yeah I hate getting out of bed yeah because you probably not look I always normally say it half time at the end of the first cup pass like don't fear the day yeah because if you don't if you're lying there but you're like, I don't want to fucking do it today yeah, the longer I don't you... want to fucking do yeah. it today well you got to think more of it like let's get on with it yeah. Let, let's yeah. go fucking just let's go get the fucking day done like it won't be that bad like we'll do yeah. this day. I get like it especially when I've got an awkward fucking job yeah. or a job I'm worrying a bit about or if it's like money's really fucking bad and shit like that I'm like you just got to do what you can fucking do yeah I you? can relate to that 100% with the job thing occasionally we'll have a job where I think yeah this is going to be a bit difficult or there's a lot of possibility of things going wrong or not to plan on it yeah that can be hard that's a hard one because you spend a lot of time thinking about that don't lie in there when you wake up yeah yeah you can think about it so this is where it comes in to add a bit of context for listeners Um, you're a business owner I am yeah you're a Double business owner because you got it's your scaffold company yeah, yeah. and your bouncy castle. Yeah, we've company. got a scaffolding company. Yeah. Which again, to add a bit of context, this is how me and Tom met because it was. we've got a 
a company that we normally use every year for the kids' birthday parties for bouncy castles and whatnot, but they let us down last minute. So the missus messaged a bunch of pages saying, like, oh, shit, can you do us one for tomorrow? I think you were the only one that got back saying, yeah, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. And absolutely. then obviously on your way out, me being me, got yakking to you and whatnot. In fact, if I remember yeah. rightly, because the missus tried digging at me for it because you asked about my gym. Yeah, I yeah, I asked you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, man, you're... obviously not everyone will have, will have seen your garden, but it's quite yeah. sort of when you walk into it, it's pretty amazing. Oh, bless you. Thank you're you. like looking around at everything. There's like a climbing frame, like a tree yeah. housing, yeah, a yeah, yeah. hot tub, and then like yeah. the gym. So I was pretty like, this is a pretty cool garden. It must oh, be a bit of a cool geezer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we got talking straight away, didn't we? Yeah. I think, I think the missus was... Uh, yeah, because she knows what I'm yeah, bad for. Yeah, she was like... going, don't bore him, don't bore him. Yeah. Actually, I was like, quite intrigued and yeah. I, was, I was like asking. So that's after we'd had a yeah, chat a bit, yeah. I was like, I could talk to this guy for a bit. Yeah, so that's yeah. when I said, would you want to get on the podcast yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. So that's how this come about yeah, for anyone yeah, wondering sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, no, yeah. I've, I've, uh, I just thought it'd be a really good idea. Like, yeah. really exciting. Um, I see a different dynamic. It's another thing as well because I've always wanted to have someone on just to general talk about like working for yourself and whatnot. Yeah. So unless you've done it, you don't know. No, no. Because like I've occasionally I'll get friends that will mess you and be like, "You're working today." I'm like, yeah. Like, isn't that fucking willy nilly? Like, I don't get fucking paid if I ain't working. Yeah. And that especially relates to as we were just talking about the morning thing because we don't even have the normal morning thing of like I just don't want to go to work today because yeah. half time you can do that because you know it's just turn up at this time, get on with the fucking day, and then, like, you know at that, like, half five or whatever time you finish work, yeah. like, you step out that, wherever you work, and it's done, you can leave it behind mm. you. Whereas, doing what we do, it's like, it, it's always there. Always. Yeah, you never, never leave it behind. I mean, like, today, I've been out and looked at a job Sunday. Shit. Uh, yeah, and I sort of, because, just because I haven't had time to do it all week, yeah. and I won't have time next week to do it either, uh. so it's like, I've got to go and do it, but... Yeah, I think we, we're slightly different in the way we run our businesses, aren't we? A yeah. little bit, um, as we explained off, off yeah. air earlier yeah. on. I really admire the way you do things and the emphasis you put on family. Thank and, you. And it's only sort of, admittedly, been in like the last six months, I've really tried to make a conscious effort yeah. to put more emphasis on my missus and the kids. Yeah. And not be totally involved with the business, which is a good thing. Yeah, because it's so, it's yeah. so easy to get like caught up in that fucking train. Because it, as you touched on, like I say off air, like the days. Because there's so much to do and think about and whatnot and business and this and that and family. It's all like you wake up and suddenly there's so much on your mind, so much on your plate, yeah. so much like written on the whiteboard or whatever. You blast through the day. You don't get a minute to stop. I think before you know it, you're asleep and you're right the next day and that's it, you're fucking gone again. Yeah, yeah. So before you know it, a week's gone, a month's gone, five years gone, ten years gone. And I think for a lot of people, I'm just going to check the camera because the screen's just gone off. Sorry about that. I'm back. See, eventually one day, I'll have a really cool camera that just records for like two hours and I won't have to fuck about with this. Um, can you put me back on what the fuck I was on about? Uh, you were going to, for a lot of people, I guess, was you going to go towards COVID? Yes! Yeah. Well done. I read your mind. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. because yeah. yes, for, for myself, um, one of the things about I've, I've always listened to people, half the time I blame it on my dad's pretty shit. So from an early age, I looked to like, older people as mentors yeah. so I'd always listen and early on I got it in my head like they've been around longer than me they know more than me and especially since being self-employed 
early days, like I used to sub to um, a guy doing floor fitting because I obviously retrained as a spark and had no reputation as a sparky or anything. Yeah. And so I retrained and went self-employed. So who the fuck's going to employ me that's never done it before? So the first year or two, I was subbing doing other stuff. And um, yeah, I was his floor fitter. And like I remember talking to him and he was like, business is really fucking good. Like he's got really good, really good at his job, beautiful house, blah, blah, whatnot. But then he speaks about the divorce he had and how he, he's quite proud of how he had to build his business back up. But during those years of him building his business back up after the divorce and whatnot, blatantly weren't there to be the dad because then the way he talks about the issues with his children, obviously I won't go yeah. into it, but it ain't good. No. And then I've seen that example a few times sort of thing when yeah, I've had people a, like a, banging on to me about, um, like especially when the kids were younger, like I'd be on jobs, they were building stuff and I'd be like a bit tired sort of thing because me and the missus always went, I always put it across that, we're both parents. It's 50-50 sort of thing. None of this, like, I work all day bullshit. It's like, I work all day. She looks after him all day. And then we both look after him yeah. during the evening. It's a hard job, isn't it? It fucking is hard. Hard job looking like, after kids. I've seen couples fall apart. And it's because usually the bloke's got the view of, like, oh, you're on your ass all day. It's like, mate, yeah. go fucking do it. Like, it's hard. It but, um, but, yeah, we'd always share the night feeds. And uh, I remember this one example of this uh, individual saying, like, Oh, it's a fucking woman's job, that is, blah, blah, like, fucking, you'll put the bread on the table, da, da, da. And I sat there listening to him going, mate, not 20 minutes ago, you were banging on about how your wife hasn't spoke to you for two weeks. Mm. Like, and I know that your kids aren't doing that great and whatnot, da, da, like, you, especially after you become a parent, if you really, really pay attention, like, they soak up so much so quick. And it's like, in my head, I'm like, money can come and go. Money can come any day. I can go out and book a full week of work and, like, late hours and whatnot any time this year or five years from now they're only going to grow and suck up this information now yeah and the way i tend to word it is while i'm coming home from work and i don't have to open my front door because the kids are opening it for me and screaming dad like i'm going to come home it's like when it gets to the point where i'm getting home and going where are the kids yeah. it's like oh well he's over at his friend's house and he's bloody off doing this or he's yeah. playing on his computer da, da, da. I'm like, yeah okay I'll start working a bit later. I might work the odd Saturday morning or something because they're going to be half self-sufficient wanting to do their own thing anyway. Yeah, yeah. But whilst they're at that age where it's like they need that guidance, they need that example setting and everything else, it's like, I'm going to fucking be there. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I got it because I'd seen the example. But touching back to your example is a lot of people seem to have got that through the COVID break yeah. because they were forced to stay at home with the kids yeah, yeah. If, if you want to go I, through. I think, I think that definitely... <laughs> uh, it definitely brought it home for me during COVID. It was the first time since I'd had a business that I really had the chance to like stop. Yeah. Like you know, I'm similar to I think you said with your <clears throat> first was you back in work the next day. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I, I was exactly the same. Yeah, you so did, like, didn't you? that's how my life was. I was back in work the next day. The first six months uh, of my daughter's life, I was probably not there enough. Oh, I was yeah. working so much. Yeah. And you're lost in it. You don't really feel as though it's an issue at the time. No. It wasn't until a couple of years <laughs> later, we're in COVID and, and we've got all this time at home and, and all of a sudden things were clicking and thinking, this is, a, this is how it should have been. This is how I should have been like for the last few years. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm sp spending so much time with them. And then I look back at those first like six months and I'm thinking, shit, I weren't. I weren't there at all doing anything. I weren't there supporting my missus with her first child. And looking back now, I could see that maybe there were some issues there yeah. with, with, with her. Maybe she wasn't 
having such a you know a, an easy time with it and she was struggling a bit. Yeah. But I was so. And you'd like, have been on the wiser. Yeah, I'll just and I really in your head, I really went. That, that's yeah. one of the things with like society as it is. You'd have been doing that, thinking you're doing the right thing. Yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. like you're yeah. being the best you could be. Yeah, I'm yeah. going out. I'm getting the work done. I'm exactly bringing the fucking right. money. I'm yeah, paying yeah. the I'm bills. Exactly I'm right. keeping the roof over red. Like there's food there because of me. And you're thinking like you you're playing your role and doing your part, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, actually, it's like oh, it's a bit more fucking to it than that. Yeah, and there really was. And and don't get <laughs> me wrong we perhaps wouldn't have got to where we've got to with the business without me doing that at yeah. that time. So it's it swings around about, but, you know, it does it does hit home and it does make you feel a bit shit when you look back at it. And yeah. I thought, and it was definitely during that time with, with lockdown. Uh, and I thought, this is this is great. I'm at yeah. home and I loved it, it felt great. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can't deny that. As horrific as COVID was and, yeah. and the, the pandemic, uh, so much bad with it but there was also good that come from it and that is an example of that just to bore you a bit as well it's like that's <clears> quite <throat> common <clears throat> if you look back on our history yeah. so I'm quite into a bit of that and the biggest one I really like um, the history of the Mongols oh, right. I've gone through that there's a really good um, was it a podcast series I don't know if it is um, Wrath of the Khans by Dan Carlin yeah. there's about five or six episodes and it just goes through the history of like the Khans and whatnot the Mongols and it's like, when you look into I think in Asia, it's something daft, like 50% of them can trace their lineage back to Genghis Khan, like the one man. Yeah. So it's nuts. Um, but you look at that, and it's like, that's a, try to step my fucking words out here. Um, they nearly conquered the world, the Mongols did. Yeah, they were like proper savage people. Yeah, they? but then you account, I can't remember the fucking number, but it's something stupid millions of people that died because of them sort of thing so you look at it and go like fuck the amount of life that was lost <laughs> yeah. and it's but you think what if all that life hadn't have been lost how would the world be different now with that many more people that have had, how much more mm. populated would we have been and mm. da, 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 like you don't know and it's because there's people that have this argument about that because apparently because he took over so much of the world there was a lot of trade that started happening because there were so many parts of the world that were now connected that weren't yeah, before. Weren't so before, a lot of yeah. trade was become of it, like yeah. in a big part of the world, um, over I think like Eurasia way and whatnot. It's like yes, it's like well, would those parts of the world actually opened up and start communicating and yeah, trading yeah, and whatnot and yeah. things like that? So yeah, half half the time when there is something really fucking bad like this, when it comes to the the worst case that could be where life is lost, it's like. There's a there's always horrible it is to say good things. There is always come good that it. comes out of everything, isn't there? Yeah, and it, it, it's like uh, a lot of business. There was, of course, there was business that crumbled, that yeah. disappeared, but there's also loads of business that came to life. Yeah, you know, like the hospitality sector that was like pretty fucked, wasn't it? Yeah. Really, a travel, anything like that. But there was, you know, people making PPE for one. They like people there would have just yeah. got super rich. Man, and fried, I, I kicked myself for not starting the fucking podcast during then. Yeah, well, because the amount of like social channels, like TikTok yeah, channels TikTok and Instagram massive, channels, yeah, like yeah. there's some people that I see, like especially on TikTok, where they'll put like the thing where the music's going, they don't talk, and it's just like writing, so yeah. and they're pointing the fingers and yeah, stuff, yeah. and it'll be like. They lost all the fucking job because of COVID. Yeah. So they're, they're interested, I don't know, making T-shirts. So like, they started and then now they're at like, you know, a million odd followers yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Because everyone was just sat at home. Social media. Loads. Looking yeah, and just yeah, ordering loads. in because they couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like loads yeah. of food places adapted, didn't they? And now yeah. they've like got really good takeaway services. Yeah. Um, so again, that's great as well. Yeah, like of after course, yeah, Pretty yeah. much yeah. anything now you want, you can get it fucking delivered. Yeah. Amazon yeah. smashed it. 
<laughs> not that they needed to smash yeah, it not anymore, that they needed but it. yeah, they yeah. absolutely smashed it, yeah, yeah. But as we touched on, as we were talking before the podcast about yourself listening and saying how um, you tend to listen more rather than watch, and as, yeah, yeah. what was it at the start of this? There's the thing, there's the first thing we're on about, about the time to listen sort yeah, of thing. That's it, yeah, yeah. If I'd have started the podcast before COVID or just as it happened, again, people would have sat at home. Yeah. yeah. People would have found it, but like, oh, well, I'll listen to all of this and the next one. I'd have, it'd have probably worked better. I would, have caught, I would have caught up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be up to date with them. That's it. Yeah. No, it's uh, <clears throat> it's strange, isn't it? It's yeah. strange how, like, it, it's changed so many people's lives, but it changed mine for the better. Yeah. So, like I say, as you already touched on, you can look back and go, like, ah, oh, them first six three months or six months however long you said it was um, that you weren't quite there and you're banging on with the work yeah. but mate there's people that do that when their kids are like in their 30s yeah, yeah. like 40s yeah. because they'll have some normally you can have the picture can't you of like them becoming adult struggling with life because yeah. they weren't guided when they were younger to be yeah. prepared for life yeah. and then parent being there going like oh, I'm sorry like I should have been there when you were younger but like I weren't so like you didn't learn what you needed to and now you're a fucking mess I've seen that a couple of times um, and it is hard isn't it right? yeah. it's like it, it's each to their own and yep. it's a real hard balance like because yep. you want to provide people get caught up in the careers yep. and they, they think well if I if I keep doing this and I progress to this level and yeah. I've got more money for the kids you yep. know to do this to do that to get to private school whatever oh, yeah. uh, but your time is more important yeah Definitely. Mate, I, I had it when um when the my first baby was coming, and like I was in the worst financial position I'd ever been in. Like straight out of school, I got my apprenticeship as a mechanic, sort of thing. So I got my trade, and I was the only um, one of my siblings because I got two sisters and a brother yeah. that was getting a trade straight out of the bat. So in my like little circle, I was like, "Fucking hell, I'm winning," sort of thing. So I had all that and like flew through that sort of thing. So I listened. I was a good mechanic. Blah blah. blah. Got my redundant after when we had that recession sort of time. Yeah. As I went to another garage, six months later, got my redundant again. Then I went and worked at UPS for two, three years, loading the lorries. That fucked my back up, blah, blah, blah. Then I tried working with my brother for a year. That didn't work. And it was just at the end of shit not working out with my brother. And I just managed to get um the family friend to loan me some money to go and retrain as an electrician. That found out the wife was pregnant sort of thing. And I'll never forget the first time me being ever declined for credit was buying my first baby's pushchair. Really? Like, yeah. I remember being there. And I, thought, oh, I can't remember which shop it was. It was Baby's R Us at the time because it's gone now. Was in. Yeah, yeah. But I was there, and we had to ring up the missus' granddad, and luckily he, he fronted us the money for it. Yeah. So at the time, I was like, go a couple of years back. I was like, I've got a trade. I've got savings and everything else. Whereas at that point, I was like, I ain't got fuck all money. Me fucking finances have gone to shit. Like, I'm just about to go and retrain, like, to a whole new trade and go self-employed. Never done it before. So it's all completely unknown and misses and pregnant sort of thing. And then obviously moving in and everything else. Because I always say within, like, 14 months, I changed trades, went self-employed, met the missus, had my first baby. It's like, it was a fucking intense, like, year yeah, or so. Yeah. And I was a fucker because we'd only been together six months when we found out she was pregnant as well. So I was like a bitch about it. I say, I say a bitch. My kind of thing with the time, I was like, right, if we're having a fucking kid, when this kid, so when we found out, I was like, right, we've got nine months now to become a, a team, to become a couple sort of yeah, thing. Because yeah. the missus has always said this sort of thing where she doesn't believe that she's my first relationship. 
because of how I've handled me and her. She's like, no, you've done this before. I'm like, no, I've just seen, I've just noticed all the patterns because, again, I've always really paid attention to what's yeah, going on around me sort yeah. of thing. So, yeah, so because she was renting at the time, so we'd be in her house and, you know, she'd be hormonal and pregnant and working and tired and everything and there'd be some daft thing. She'd be like, right, get out of my house. And I'd sit there and go, nope, because we're going to have a kid in a few months and we're going to be on our house and you're not going to be able to say that. And she, at the time, she fucking hated me for it, like, wound her up like fuck because that's what she was she was used to like a lot of people rearing yeah that you shout i shout but, but it was like out, she yeah. shout and yeah. i sat there and went now we'll talk about it yeah but it worked because by the time we got to baby being born we were fine and it that shows now and the amount of compliments we get about the kids and, and everything yeah. else it's just i hate it when i see other people doing it i'm like oh like don't that, that ain't gonna work like that yeah. like oh no like I've, I've known other people where like the kids are on the way and like struggling with a partner it's like oh just it'll be all once the baby's born sort of mm. thing I'm like no nah, because then once the baby's born it'll be the baby's not sleeping and then it'll be the baby's not eating yeah, it gets hard, and though. then it'll be something else like you need to get on that communication level as yeah. your great foundation because having kids is fucking hard yeah, and if and if you and your partner ain't seeing eye to eye with yeah. everything then you're going to be pissed off at the kid and then that's going to go on at you. And it's a constant thing. It's hard to be patient when you've got someone going at you and you feel you've done nothing wrong and you're in the right yeah. because you're more likely to be like, fuck you. Like, no. And you do have to stick up for yourself, but if you get to that raring thing of not telling them to fuck off because you know you've done nothing wrong, then they're already pissed off and wound up anyway. That's why they were being a dick in the first place. So then they're just going to go at you. I have to do it now with the missus because she's going through a lot like, with the whole PTSD thing and the pain she's in because of her wrist, like that's a whole thing you've listened to the yeah, podcast sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So there's times when like she'll be a bit shitty sort of thing and I'll go like, Hey, like just don't like I know and I, and I always make sure you list because you know because they'll feel like you don't understand. But if you can say like look, I know you're tired, I know you've got this, I know you've been having to deal with this as well. I know the kids have been cunts. I know you want to do that. I know you're worried about this. Yeah. XYZ plus A and B and then go, but none of that's my fault. I haven't done anything to you can you talk to me properly, please? Or however you want to word it. But, like, come down. Don't give them anything to fight back at. And normally, specifically with my wife, give it a minute or two. She's like, oh, I'm sorry for being a bitch. I think she did it a couple of weeks back. I went, it's all right, I expect it. And she looked at me and went, oh. I went, of course I fucking do. I went, if I was going through all you're going through, like, I'd be struggling as well. I was like, let's just try and talk properly. And then that's it. Like, I always go on that rule of, like, no, get, never go to bed angry sort of thing. Yeah. I don't like the whole like oh we'll just sleep on it see where we are in the morning I'm like no 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 because if we start like, if we end the night pissed off like you, you're gonna wake up like like going back to that waking up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. I think I think a couple of week ago I went through it on the podcast of the thing where like I had a moment with the missus but I can't remember what it's about now but I know that was it I think she'd said about I wasn't being as attentive sort of thing and mm. like being distracted like all these distractions like the podcast and everything else and blah de blah and, and I should say like, I'd be in the room, but I wasn't in the room. It was affecting her. Now me, because I'm so deeply embedded within the relationship, if she feels like that, I feel like I failed. So then I'm like, oh. So then I go, I start digging at myself then. And that's when I go into the moments where like, I literally go into like a hole and I'm like, I'm that fucking depressed and down. Like, I can't fucking talk. Like, I literally, I can't speak and I can't move. I'll be sat in a position like for ages. And I go back a couple of years, like I that would last like, I don't know, a couple hours sort of thing. Whereas now I've got it down to, I think the other day it was like five minutes sort of thing. Because I've sat there, but like, I've got, I've built up them good voices. It's like, come on, ride. Like, doesn't have to be like this. You can get past this sort of thing. Let's go fix it. Just being aware that all the shit in your head is in your head. And literally like, 
because you'll get that whole thing of people where they'll be like, I don't like uh, positive thinking. Because I think when people try and do positive thinking, it's like trying to believe that the bad things aren't there. And like, let's just be positive. It's like, no, you got to own it. <coughs> you got to be like, that shit's there and it's real and it's mm. there. But then choosing to be like, but I don't have to go that way. Like, that can be there and I can walk past it. Yeah. So, like, it was hard on the day. Like, I managed to, because at the time, I think she asked me if I wanted dinner. And if we ain't right, I'm like, I can't, I don't eat, I don't want to eat, sort of thing. So she was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to sit in the lounge. So I went and sat with her. And I spoke a bit irate, I'm swearing shit and speak. When I'm stressed, I speak really fast. And But within me jibber-jabbering and whatnot, I was like, I know I'm talking shit. Like, like I know I'm talking fast and I'm swearing and I'm like probably not being as polite as I could be. But I'm really trying here to talk when like, I'm I'm close to just falling in that pit again. And I just spoke through everything and whatnot. And I'd probably say the whole thing lasted half an hour. And then after that half hour, we had dinner, we had an evening, we spoke about the All day, right. we watched some yeah. telly, like, and it was fine. It was fine. I think I, the way I used to talk about it when we were early on in the relationship when she used to get a bit shitty would be like, yeah, she will not talk to me for a day, sort of thing. Like, you get that typically, don't you? Like, you have a uh, misunderstanding sort of thing. It's like, oh, she's giving me silent treatment and all that yeah. bollocks. Yeah. And the way I described to her early on in the relationship, I'd say, like, look, if we're going to be like that, if you add up that time over, like, the year, that would probably add up to, like, a week worth of time that we've wasted over something that's probably fucking daft. Yeah, it's stupid, isn't it? And I'm like, I don't want... I really hate wasted time. So it's... What I find now is if, if that ever does happen, first, I'll get really pissed off, like... I'll just see red because I'm like, I don't want to waste a fucking time. So then I have to like calm myself down and then communicate. But then it's done. Yeah. Sort of thing. Because I don't like wasted time because I'm aware of how long we're here for. And I'm aware of how fleeting it is. Probably some of that might be linked to like the PTSD I've got from the crash. Yeah. Because it's like, we went out on a Sunday morning, sunny Sunday morning driving in a straight line and like, oh, we're basically lucky we're not all dead. Yeah. Sort of thing. So that was the difficult thing with my PTSD. Well, the, the crash because I always said it'd be really easy if she'd like pulled out on a junction and we got smacked because she wasn't paying attention because I could easily go that was your fault but I forgive you and I know you can now pay more attention at a junction I know after that she'd probably never pull out on a junction without looking both ways yeah. ten fucking yeah, times yeah, yeah. like I know that would not happen <clears throat> something could be done but because there was no one to blame there other than the ignorance of someone else it's like well that could happen any day anywhere fucking mess and that's like really switched you on to yeah you hate wasted time now yeah. because like, when I when I started going through because I have I'm still going through my counselling at the minute um, yeah. I'm a lot better with how it is but the way I worded it is like I had these like natural traits already like aware of being a good parent and being a good partner and, and all that sort of stuff and I was quite aware of time because I could say that thing I said about wasting time that was when I first met the wife that was fucking seven odd years ago the crash was four hmm so what I said was like those kind of traits had been like ramped up on steroids sort of thing like really worried so like the main thing with my uh, PTSD is um, because I'm aware of how the thing of like time with the kids and whatnot like I say I've always been like that because I'm always aware of how they grow up what they take in and I'm like my goal is to prepare them for life as a parent I want them to be ready for life like we could have a whole podcast just talking about what a waste of time school is like Mm. I find it hard to um What's the word? Congratulate them if they've been good at school or whatnot. Because I'm like, school doesn't fucking matter. Like, fuck it. Unless you want to go down that academic route. Like, you need school. Other than that, I'd rather prepare you for life. Yeah. Um. So, but now, from the crash, whereas I used to be like, oh, I'm doing the right things. Like, from day one, the wife always found it funny. She used to come and saying, oh, you talk to the kids like the people. And I'm like, well, they are. 
they're little people. Like, I refuse to talk to them like the fucking babies. Oh, I'm not saying I'll be there like yeah, a fucking yeah. soldier, like, yeah, yeah. you pass me that fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll be like, oh, what you got? Like, I would yeah. be fatherly sort of thing, but yeah. I'd explain stuff and she'd be like, you know, they ain't going to fucking get that. And I'd be like, well, my method at the time was always like, well, if I sail, if they take in 10% of it and I keep doing that for the next 20 years, it'll it's going right. to sink in. It'll be all right. Yeah. Whereas now I'll find myself saying it, but then if, it ain't, if I don't feel like they're paying full attention... I'd get really wound up because I'd be like, "You, I could be fucking dead tomorrow." Yeah. Like instead of trying to prepare them over their childhood, I'm like, "I need to prepare you now because I could be dead tomorrow." Sort yeah. of thing. So then that would bring in this haste, which would like really stress me out because then I'd get like that. Then I'd get snappy at the kids. It's more gonna stress you out, isn't it? And, and I sort of working with you to try and relax on that a little bit. Fuck now, yeah. yeah, I'm a lot better yeah. now because yeah. um, yeah. I've, I've had like nine sessions, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because I actually only listened to that the podcast about the crash oh, yesterday. Shit. Fuck, what the odds of that? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, this is all quite fresh. What you're saying there? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've listened to it literally yesterday. Um, but no, that's good. That's good that you're yeah. working it, with you on it. It was the thing, because that was the thing. I spoke to them, the woman that I'm dealing with. So it's like, well, how's your life? And I pinpointed all. She was like, right, okay, that seems to be the main problem. Yeah. Because as we touched on already with the whole work-life balance, as yeah. it's called now, yeah. which is interesting when you think about it, because when I was a kid, I don't remember that ever being a phrase. So no, if anything, so. it's good that that's yeah. a thing now, yeah, work-life yeah, balance. Yeah. It, it's a thing. Um, yeah. Whereas a typical thing, as you've touched on already, it would be, excessive work yeah. but now people are trying to get the balance coming midway right work but family as well yeah. I went to the thing of excessive family yeah. like fuck work like if I had a day where I know let's say I had a little job in the morning go and change two light fittings and then I had some customers call me about some more work typical thing you'd think I'd go well actually I've got space today I wouldn't no. I'd be like I'm going fucking home like I'm going to be home for like bloody lunchtime. fuck it and like I'd tell them like oh yeah like the typical thing I say to customers is like, well, drop me a text with your name and address and everything on, yeah. brief description of what we spoke about, and then when I check my diary, I'll let you know, and I'd normally sell it, oh, I'll probably be on next week or week after, where in reality, I could have done that day. Yeah. But I'm like, no, fuck this, I'm going home. But then you put that on top of the break I've had from, because of COVID, on top of just like natural things happening, like when we actually got COVID, and like yeah. the couple of weeks ago when we all had that sickness bug and whatnot, yeah, yeah. like people say they live month to month, mate, I live week by week. Yeah. sort of thing but yeah I'd be looking at the weeks and days and be going like I'd be prioritising more the wife being stressed because of the kids or like how I'm raising the kids because then that's coming this full circle you see I'm like if she's stressed she ain't going to be parenting the kids like I'd come back and she'd be like you know just face on her oh so kids have been cunts right okay how many warnings they had because we do the three warnings sit yeah. upstairs and then she'd kind of look at me and then that look told me like she haven't given them any warnings you've just been shouting at them so then that would come into the thing of like, right, they're not being parented properly, which means they're not going to be ready for life, which means if I'm dead tomorrow, they're fucked, sort of thing. So mm. I'd be more worried about getting back in time, yeah. like like just after the school run. So like as soon as she's gone, it's like, right, dad's here. Don't worry, wife. I'll parent them. You ain't got to fucking worry. And just doing it like that. So That I'm, must have put a, an immense amount of stress on you, though, man. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Because it would be the days, like, I remember I'd be there, and it would be like, the wife would be stressed about money. Yeah. Because, like, oh, like, like man, I remember going to the shop and, like, card counting, bounce, card bouncing, trying to buy some bread. Mm. Like, fuck. And, like, going to the car and going through the pound, like, with your little ashtray bit because you don't smoke yeah. it, it's got pound coins and yeah. shit. And, like, <laughs> yeah. just doing it like that sort of thing because of that close to the limit. But then I'd get feel stuck in, like, this little circle of, like, 
oh, like I need to go out and earn money because like we're low on money and the wife's just about money. But then if I go out and earn money, like she's going to be really stressed because she can't handle the fucking kids, and then the kids aren't going to get raised properly. It's like, but yeah, I am like I'm. Just, I feel like well, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't, sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've had it better, especially with daft things. More like um, like the kids' fight club. Like I used to be adamant, I'd take them three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because that were when the classes were on. And I'd even notice, like most times we went, I'd see certain dads on like a Monday, certain dads on a Wednesday. Like most of them go once a week, yeah. sort of thing. But in my head, again, the more often I can take them, the more prepared they're going to be. And Fight Club's a good example because it isn't about their ability to fight. It's about discipline and whatnot and confidence so that when they come across the problems in childhood where it's like peer pressure and like trying to fit in, they're more inclined to be like, no, I don't want to. I'm good. I'm good with me sort of thing. So that keeps them out of that lane of falling into them regular pit holes that kids do and then fuck up the rest of the future sort of thing. But um, yeah, big part of my counselling was talking to the counsellor about like, it's just a haste because again, like second and fight club is a good thing, but I don't need no, to take them three times no, a week. No, no. So I'd get some jobs and I'd be like, look at my week and go like, I've got work. Like I said, I'd have, I oh know, say the day booked up to two o'clock and I'd have someone go talk to him. Like, oh, well, I've got this day available. I could do that day and I'd look at it and go, I probably could, but it means I'd be home at like half five. Well, fuck that. Nope. Like I, I need to be back for four so I can have them ready to leave at half four to take them to fight yeah, club sort of thing. Yeah. Which would be great if I had like dollar bills in the bank, mm. sort of thing. Which it's that balance being a business like... owner, people always think you've just got money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if, if I think it was on one of the more recent podcasts. Um, I said about a van stopping behind me, and um, yeah, 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 yeah and asking yeah. for cable and stuff. Like, oh, you got yeah. money? You're a business yeah. I'm like, I just went on like a mini rant at them, and they're like, <laughs> the faces just dropped. So I just let rip, yeah, sort of thing. Cheeky though. I did. I don't, yeah. When I listened to that, I thought, yeah, that's just. To be fair, if I had scrap, I, w- yeah. I wonder mind. I'd be like, yeah, here's me scrap. Yeah. Because I don't collect scrap cable. It takes for the amount you get. Like I had bins, like a couple of bins full of it, and it took me a few years to fill them. And the yeah. amount of room it took up in my garage, and then when I weighed it in, I got like, yeah. like hundred quid. Barely worth like, it, is it? Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sorry about that. Again, just got to reset the camera because we're nearing that half hour kind of time. Because that was the interesting thing I thought when because I said to the wife because she was feeling a bit shitty earlier, like oh, just like headache and stuff and yeah. whatnot. Kids are being a bit awkward near bedtime. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, do you want me to do the podcast another day? Because like, I don't know how long it's going to go with Tom because I've never had a guest on before. Yeah. Whereas like, I know if she's had a bit of a shitty day, like, I'll say, like, oh, I'll go through this concept with, with James sort of thing. We'll get through it and then I'll just get in sort of thing. Yeah. We'll just keep it yeah. within an hour yeah. so I know I can get back in. Um, but yeah, I'll, that was like a little example from today. I was like, I don't know how long I'm going to be because like, we could talk about everything and anything sort of yeah, thing. Literally, and, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. We're just going with the flow. There's yeah. no real like, nah. No real structure, was it? No, no. Which actually... Um, well, well, slightly. It's interesting having yourself on um, because obviously, like now, I just went to say some talk about some other shit, and I'm like, am I meant to let him talk more because he's the guest, sort of thing? Um, <laughs> no, I'm enjoying it. Like, yeah, it's nice, good. It's nice to just sort of just chat, and yeah. that's the great thing about your podcast. It is, although you do have themes running through each yeah. each week, it generally is just a chat, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I love the the like the mental health stuff that you pick up on and that yeah. really cool like you know it's really good that you're doing that because if you listen to like podcasts I almost because Hamp said like it's good that we're not I didn't I almost pigeonholed myself at the start because that was kind of almost what I, I labelled it out as because my first couple of podcasts are named like negative thoughts yeah. stress and all that yeah. and it's like oh I didn't want it to be that focused in yeah. and also I got to the point I was like oh what can I 
do next week sort of thing. And it weren't feeling comfortable or natural for me. Which, coming slightly back to like a couple of seconds ago when I said about, I was thinking about saying something and letting you talk more, was the rough theme I had for this week, um, if if you couldn't come, was uh, I was at the Fight Club the other day. I was talking to one of the dads and he was like, oh, you're getting on like, with your vlogging stuff and whatnot. And I went, oh, well, it's mainly my podcast that goes off. And he, he half chuckled and went, oh, you're doing that now? I went, well, actually, it's been both like the whole time sort yeah, of thing. The yeah. body mind got you covered is my little phrase sort of thing. He's like, oh, right, okay. Da, da. And then he, he pushed again. He was like, what's it about again? I was like, oh, man, fucking life. Yeah. And he was like, nah, that's wrong. I was like... What? He's like, I've told you before, man. Like, you can't do that. Like, you got to have a subject. you got to narrow it down. Like, people ain't going to listen to that. I'm like, right, okay. And I was like, what about like, the Joe Rogan podcast? It's the biggest one out then. He's like, well, that's Joe Rogan though, isn't it? I'm like, yeah, but like, it, like what's wrong with it? And it, I wanted to get onto this, the theme of it because when he said to it, when he, again, when he was on about it, and I went, I could have. I went, but that isn't me. Like, if I was just... I oh, know, like you probably about was yak about Pokemon at the end of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if that was just like like some of the Pokemon channels I watch on YouTube, like I think like because they put up like games they play and they'll do like three or four videos a week. I'm like, fuck, they must play a lot. I'm like, yeah, but that's all that. they do. And if, there's a lot of people who do that. I've often said I envy people that have family, job, and hobby, like that one thing. Because yeah. I always, oh, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could just be like generally content with my job with the family plod along I'm doing well blah blah and then I've just like because again we're going to the fight club there's guys that do that and they just go and do the jiu-jitsu or the MMA or whatever and that's that's all they do like I'm not like that so and that's what I found early on with them first few episodes I'm like yeah I love to talk about mental health and help people and whatnot but just keeping the whole structure of the podcast just to that it ain't me no. And like I like to put like often if I ever get a compliment now on online on social media and whatnot it's often I get called like how real I am how like authentic I'm it's, they often use the word real oh mate you're so real your account's so real there's so much real your video is so real like yeah. you're so honest da, da, da. and I'm like I like to put that across in every bit of content I put out so with the podcast the main thing as it's called Ryan's Road it's not called Mental Health Road or whatnot. that is a big part of what I like to talk about it's a big part of what I do but I also get interested in a lot of other things like if I talk to anyone like I've got half of it come from I think this generated from me doing my job sort of thing I meet a lot of people yeah and I'll often get people, I'll talk to them, and they'll start telling me, I don't know, about um, oh, the chess championship they're involved in sort of thing. They'll get on be like, oh, like, sorry if I'm boring you sort of thing. I'm like, nah, because what I do is people either talk about something and it's a mutual interest, right? So then it's a mutual interest, so I'm happy to talk. Or it's not a mutual interest, but then because of like me being interested in psychology and whatnot and people and humans and how we are as what we do, I'm really interested in why you're interested in it. Yeah. So I can literally talk about anything. Even like, I hate football. Can't fucking stand yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not a big football. Nah, but if you're here and you're like, oh, so-so's my favourite team, I'm like, oh, why? Like, what's good about them? And I could happily talk like, I won't give a fuck about the game. Yeah, do you know like, what, Rob? We're really similar in that aspect. Oh, okay. I'm exactly the same as that, yeah. I'll, oh, I'll, it does make it. I will listen to anybody talk about anything, and, yeah. but I'll then want to know the why's. Yeah. And, and that, like, what is it that draws you to that? Yeah. You know, um, whether that's, like you say, football, fighting. Yeah. Um, Whether it's an interest or if yeah. it's how they approach life. Yeah. Because yeah. that was what I used to do early on with myself. Like Often the stuff I um, listen to, like, psychology-wise, I found early on that when I was listening to it, it wouldn't be so much, oh, fucking hell, I never thought that. Yeah. It'd be, that's a good way of wording, what I'd thought. Like, yeah, like, that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know to articulate it like that. But that's what I do. But I know early on, when I was younger, I'd always do the why. 
like I was getting, if I felt a certain way about something, I'd try not to get caught up in the emotion of it and go, why am I feeling like that? And I'd try and trace it back. Because often if you get like that, you can trace it back and that doesn't really matter. And you can kind of go through that and it's just way better to do it like that. But um, but yeah, like as you say, I fucking talk about everything and anything. And I think psychology-wise, I do really love knowing like why we do what we do. Because again, I always bang on about the whole we didn't evolve to be in the life we're living now so when we talk about going back to on about having all like the demons in our head and stuff like that and talking about like the work life balance and things like that and when you really think of how short term this has all happened it's like we all think we're doing like the right thing but it's like we don't know what the fucking right thing is we don't know what's right you you can you say you can get yourself caught up in the whole thing of ah just nailing the work and you think that was the mindset for years probably the last couple hundred years it's only just now probably within the last 10 or 20 years that now people are starting to go like oh actually we could do with working on the kids yeah. sort of thing and being yeah. there and whatnot but this is why again where it's like i talk about fitness and stuff like that and again like the getting up in the morning thing and it's the hardest bit is the thinking thing because we weren't we didn't evolve to have to think about this we weren't put here to be like dealing with bills and whatnot. Did you listen to the Zombie Apocalypse podcast? No, I don't think uh, no. so. That's, that's, that's one of my favourite ones because basically that come from watching The Rain on Netflix. Oh. It's like a zombie-ish kind of uh, programme where it's apocalypse type thing. Yeah. So it's like, I think within that, like The Rain's um, poison or something. So, you know, like, society's gone to shit. Yeah, most of humans that, are. No, most no, humans no. are. If you just, pa- I say zombie apocalypse because yeah. basically watching that with a wife, We'll get through it. And her sister went, oh, how nice would that be? So naturally she looked at her and went, what the fuck are you on about? Like, how is that nice? I went, well, think about it. They're waking up every day going, live. My job today is to eat, find water and not die. Like, that's it. But the interesting thing, when you think about it, that's what we were made for. Like, that's what we were designed to do. And again, if you always use the example of, like, domesticated animals in zoos, and it's like, and you go and take the animal and put them in the wild and you go, you can't because they're not, they don't know how to handle what they no. were meant to do. No. That is literally us as humans. Like we've put ourselves in a societal cage. Like the way we are, the way we were built, the way we were built to mentally handle things and physically handle things. We weren't designed to be doing what we're fucking doing. It is a really interesting all. concept, isn't it? It really is an interesting concept. Because if you really, really yeah. like going to thought about it, you can't help but go, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, I, I, I try and tell myself it's like my opinion sort of thing but no. it feels just more fact because it's just yeah. it is what it is yeah. like when you really if you listen to like history stuff and whatnot, like it took the world's been around like millions like millions of fucking years and you see how things have evolved and it takes like hundreds of thousands of years for things to evolve like when you see skeletons of things like oh, I, I don't know like did snakes used to have legs and shit like that or like mm. chickens used to fly and blah blah it's like they've evolved over such a huge time but it's because things have like slowly drawn on literally in the term of when you talk when you listen to people talk about history and science and whatnot when they talk about a blip it's like a few thousand years so if you think about the drastic difference in human society within the last couple hundred years fucking boom like there's nothing like it like you could imagine if somehow like a meteor come along and wiped it all out and like you know destroyed all the buildings and everything else and then 
you know, the planet took it back over and then eventually humans started to grow again and they evolved and whatnot and science started to become a thing again and they started, like, looking into it and whatnot. They'd look into our timeline eventually and be like, well, between this fucking BC and this, like, the human race seemed to have took a huge fucking astronomical bloody increase of technology and da-da-da, like, don't know quite what happened to them or how that happened because that's actually a theory of what happens now. I think I mentioned Graham Hancock in one of the recent ones, but he's like a journalist, but he goes and meets architects and oh, what they call, you know, when they dig up bones and shit. Yeah, and I think that... Yeah, and going through all that, but getting all the information. Yeah. And the way I word it like that is because that's almost as what has happened. Yeah, like I think that that's what's happened. Now. Yeah, they look, back at, that, yeah. they look back at it and go, there seems to have, like, the stuff they're finding, it's yeah. like, how the fuck were these people capable of that? Yeah, to the yeah. point where they're going there must have been some intervention from either a higher society or outer space sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. So you think about it, if we got wiped out, it almost feel like the same thing because of how quickly we've moved. Yeah. But again, this is what I mean. Like the, the mental things we're having to deal with, our parents didn't have to deal with. No. Let alone our fucking grandparents. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know back, way back when, it was like yeah. the women just looked after the kids and yeah. the men just worked. Like I, I, I like Guy Martin, if you ever watched some yeah, of his yeah. stuff. Yeah. He's done a few documentary things, and as daft as it sounds, I swear it was one where he was restoring a tram, right, and like a Blackpool seaside type yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. But within that, he started going on about like the first beach holidays and whatnot. And I'll never forget him saying like, when weekends were invented, it's like yeah, like time was invented. Yeah, yeah. Weekends, like yeah. a working week, wasn't a thing. It was yeah. just work. You just every day you yeah. went out like eighteen odd hours, yeah. and you just fucking worked. That was it. You come home because you look back and go, "Oh, that must have been fucking sad." Like, I bet they weren't happy and da da da. That's all they fucking knew. That, yeah. That's all they knew. And I guess a lot of it was probably based around a Sunday was always like a, you know, because a yeah. church yeah. day. And, That'd be about you know, it. That's probably. I don't know. I've never thought about that. I wonder yeah. if it was a weekend built around that. Do you think around Sunday or? I, I don't know. I, I can't remember what it was now because yeah. I know that the beaches were a thing. I, I just know like workplaces just made it turned it into a thing right you work yeah. five days instead yeah, of seven Monday to Friday yeah. yeah but like the, the the first pictures of people on the beach they're there and they're in like them old thick long black yeah. dresses because they didn't have beach clothes because oh. beach clothes weren't a thing because oh. weekends weren't a thing so again when you come to like now it's like we're not we're too worried about and especially the whole like internet and social media within the last mm. few years and whatnot. but now it's people are too worried about what they've got, how they're perceived by others sort of thing, where they're going. And another thing that I do with my um, Facebook page and my Instagram is often I'll put, I try and do it weekly, and that's why I use the hashtag share your shit, because I'll do a little video. Normally, as I've left the house, I'm in the van, I'm away to my job, and I'll be like, right, today, and I'll talk about if it's been a difficult morning with the kids, or as we've talked about already, if I'm not looking forward to a morning at work sort of because the job's going to be shit or if I'm stressed about finances and money. Basically, everything I'm worried and feeling and just uh, the normal shit that everyone fucking deals with, I'll just put it into like a five, ten minute video, however long it takes me to rant about it, just to show, and I always say at the end, I'm not doing it for sympathy, I'm not here because I can't handle it, this is just all the shit in my head, it's real, but like this is why I exercise in the morning and everything because this is the real stuff that we all get and I'm, I try and handle it, get through it. And I do them videos for people to see and go, Ah, oh, it's not just me then. Yeah. Because again, like I look at social media. Like I've had it before where um me and the wife we struggled with my stepdaughter. Whole fucking thing. But early on she'd point to other couples on Facebook and be like, Oh well they've got like a stepkid and that boyfriend gets on a right and da 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 
a lot of pictures and going out and whatnot. Six months later, they'd be broke up. And then she'd be talking to the girl from the relationship a lot. And then all the story would come out then about how it went any good and like this and that and whatnot. But like, yeah, because people don't... Or, because again, social with how I'm talking about life and us evolving and like everything kind of... Social, social media's done that too. We don't know how to use it properly. So we just assume we're meant to put up the pictures of, oh, we've had a good day today. We've been out. This is nice. But not even people intentionally only posting the good things. They're just, that's all they know to do. Yes, yeah. They don't automatically think to post, oh, today's been difficult. Yeah. I'll tell people about it. Not everyone's that open, are they? Are yeah. They? You know, not everyone's that open. I wouldn't say I am, really. But I, I, I don't, I also don't really post a lot on social media. Fair enough. I don't even post the good stuff. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I find social media, a lot of it is quite fake as well. When yeah. you're seeing the good stuff. Oh, hell yeah. It doesn't matter that their life's good. It doesn't no. matter that, you know. I mean, for me, especially because of my trade and because I fucking talk a lot, the amount of people I've met customers-wise and everything... And like you get talking to them, and you know you go and quote, and everything's like happy and whatnot, fine. Yeah. And then even maybe the start of the job, because I could be there for a day or two, or yeah. even just a day. Yeah. But almost every time, and almost everyone I meet, eventually they'll open up that little bit, and then start talking about the shit. Mm. Every one of them, because that's just fucking life. Yeah, and, we all deal with it. Yeah. And, and this mm. is again what I mean by the whole how quickly everything's happened. And like I say, you can look at the change just over a generation or two. And now it's nuts. I'm like. We don't know we're doing things right. And like, or we don't know to be open because we don't know that's a thing. Like, We don't know we should really be like that because like, who would want to be and everything else. A big, biggest example that I, I like to use is someone that works at the wholesaler I used. And I come in the one day and the individual was like, I says, how are you? Like, oh, great. So me being me and psychology and whatnot, I was interested like fuck. So I was like, well, no one ever says they're great. So, so that's fucking interesting. <laughs> Spoke to him a couple of weeks later because they seemed off outside having a fag, looking a bit down. Like, You're right, da da da. And they opened up to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, because I tried killing myself a few weeks ago. And I went, I did like the calendar thing in my head and went, well, about the time I'm coming in, so you were great. And, everything. and they were like, yeah. I was like, fucking hell. Because sure. I like, tried to take a load of fucking pills. Didn't work, thankfully. Touch wood, mm. and they're still here. And they've managed to sort the life out and they're happier now. Yeah. But yeah, it's just that thing of like, I'll get people that will say, like the guy that I'm PT in at the minute, a couple of the videos I've sent him, and he's like, oh, I can really relate to what you said in this one. And I think of every video I've sent him, like, oh, I can really relate to it. I'm like, of course you can relate to it, because I'm talking about shit that everyone deals yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I know I've had someone else say to me that they can relate to what I say, but I'm just good at putting it into words. Yeah. Because again, not many people are used to talking about it or how to think to talk about it even to themselves. Yeah. Sort of thing to be aware. Yeah, and you can definitely do <laughs> that, can't you? you know, <laughs> You can definitely talk to yourself about it. You know, yeah. the way the way you talk about your thoughts and yeah. you know your, your good thoughts outweighing the bad ones and talking yourself out of bad situations. Yeah, that's a real like strong skill to have, though. That is. So it took me a while because there's a few things that led up to me creating the podcast. Yeah. Like one of them was again James, who was here. Like I helped him through his last his previous relationship yeah. and through that and with the conversations we'd have he'd often say like, oh this should be a podcast man and by the time we got to the end of it and he'd had some bad advice during it and he kind of thanked me and said like, I was the only one that told him what he needed to hear and everything yeah. And, yeah. and whatnot and he's like man you should really do a podcast and then the other thing coming from the wife was one day I'd always talk about stuff to people and whatnot. Like some people used to call me like Yoda when I was younger and things like that yeah. and anyway I used to always obviously I've always thought the way I thought Thunk, think, can't talk Thunk's though. A good word, Thunk's yeah. a good word. Um, but I always used to look at stuff and go, oh, it's common sense, that is. Why don't they know? Yeah. God, that's common sense, that yeah. is. Why don't they know? Because yeah. I've always been quite 
like I don't know if you'd say like less confident or modest might be the word. Yeah. Um, but yeah, eventually got to the point like late twenties where I was like talking to the wife and she was like, "Right, like people don't think like you." Yeah. I was like, "You're right, ain't you? Like this ain't common sense. This is me." Yeah. sort of thing yeah. and especially when I started looking into more like the psychology stuff and hearing what these professors are saying I'm like yeah. that's what I fucking think yeah. and, like, he's worded it with big fancy words because my vocabulary isn't that fucking up there yeah, like, <laughs> yeah with the big words <laughs> yeah. but I think that's one of the things I described in one of the early podcasts was like I want to kind of get that information out there but in more of like a average Joe yeah, type lame, kind of way layman's terms almost yeah, yeah. Because I think a lot of it as well comes down to like relatability as well. Because yeah. like I, the podcast I may listen to are the Jocko podcast, who used to be um, a, a Navy SEAL, and I listen to I like Jordan Peterson a lot, who's a clinical psychologist. Yeah. Excuse me. So it's easy to look at them and with the excuses in your head go, it's all right for you though. You, you're you're like trained and like you got a supportive family and wife and you know you went through college and uni and everything and with the jocko things like ah, you know you're right you went through the army and like yeah. everything else like ah, it's easy for you so i'm like ah. and not even that as we touched on as well when we were um checking before the podcast just checking sound levels yeah and you touched on it yourself didn't you where you'd said like you know it didn't really occur to you about how it, the podcast sounds because i said yeah obviously the podcast sounds shit no one's going to want to listen yeah, to it. I listen to it for yeah. two minutes and go, I can't really understand what he's saying. Ah, fuck this. People get that just with someone's voice. Yeah. Like, you could have the clearest sound, like, great quality, be saying all the right things, and they might just not like your voice or your face. Like, we're that shallow sometimes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah Not yeah, like that. Yeah. So that's when I kind of looked, because I was, <clears> obviously, with the whole mental thoughts and whatnot, for ages, I kind of pondered the idea of doing something like this. Like, I think episode one was um, my pilot podcast, and it was about nearly a year before I put out actual episode one. Oh, really? Yeah, that was how long ago, and even before that, I'd been pondering it. But I was just too like, oh, who's going to want to listen to me? And eventually I managed to get myself in the mindset of, well, like, I think actually one of my customers I was talking to about it, and they said, well, there was plenty of electricians out there when you chose to become an electrician. I was like, you've got a fucking good point. You really are. I yeah. was like, so, yeah, I'll just do my thing and yeah the things I talk about aren't no secret no, no. Like there's, it's, it's out there there's books and everything yeah, else yeah. but I'll just do it my way and hopefully I'll manage to catch some ears that weren't listening elsewhere no, that's good man and help them out so. well, it's passionate now you're well, well on your way I'm, I'm, I'm getting it it's nice like I say, I'm coming at to because I didn't actually release the episodes of the podcast I think until about March of this year but yeah. I recorded them all starting November the previous, I got, I think I got five episodes recorded, and then I started releasing them because I wanted to have a buffer. Yeah. Like if I was sick or anything yeah, like that, yeah. that's gone to shit now. If week by week, <laughs> yeah. eventually I'll catch up. But now because yeah. I'm having James, yeah. I'm like, oh, when can I get him down twice in one week to try and like, yeah, try and give you catch up sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, now it's been about a year, and especially I've been pushing it more on Instagram lately. Like, I'll get the odd comment where they'll be like, oh, I've been listening for ages, but first time I've commented sort of thing like that yeah. and especially on the Instagram I'm getting like I say the messages and I feel like I've got a little community sort of thing yeah that's good and that spurs you on don't oh, it oh yeah because yeah, yeah. like you, like when I've had someone say to me like we are listening it's like shit you are aren't you yeah, yeah. sort of thing like I had one the other day where in my Instagram posts I've started using a copy and paste bit where it basically I'll write what I'm normally going to write and at the bottom it just says about the podcast and the vlog channel and where you can find them and whatnot. And I stopped putting it on for a bit because I'd done the dumb thing of listening to someone else saying that my posts were too long. 
but now I've got people actually paying attention. I want them, I want them to know about that's the whole point of my um, Facebook and Instagram content is to show you that I've got a podcast and a fitness channel and to go there. So anyway, one of like my regular listeners now that I've been chatting with, I messaged him going, what do you think of this? And then he gave me his opinion. And then it was almost weird. The conversation was almost like him going, oh, man, you're doing great. Thank you. And me going, oh, mate, you're so kind. Thank you. And it was basically just constantly going, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, but anyway, I got to a point where he said, like, mate, he says, I'm sat here with my partner and my best mate. And I'm just like, not only did I ask him the question and he gave me my opinion, he then conversed that question with his partner and his best friend to give me the best answer because he was like, I want you to succeed. I'm like, fuck, like, I've got people out there discussing with like a group to give me advice to help me yeah, progress yeah, sort of yeah. thing I'm like that's a lovely feeling sort of thing to know that yeah there's people actually wanting and even better them saying like it's helping like a specific individual um, was saying about how he used to be in the army and he struggles with things since then sort of thing and he said it isn't specifically what I struggle with that I talk about that he relates to but more the fact that I'm vocalising a struggle mm. and he was like that helps me a lot just yeah. the fact you're talking I'm about sure it. I'm sure it helps a lot of people, that. So, yeah. so it's, it's nice and a lot to cover that, but coming back to what we were saying earlier about the guy telling me I should like pick one thing, it's like I'm, I'm, I like to talk about life, and a big part of life is how we handle it mentally, yeah. but then another part of it is just the shit we enjoy yeah. and what we like to talk about, and funny things and just and, and sad things that are slightly unrelated and whatever, yeah. and it's it makes a great thing, I think, for the podcast going forward, talking about it like it's this inanimate thing separate to myself, is um, I can get anyone on. And you really can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. anyone. Like, I'm, I'm happy because that's, that's me because I like to talk and it's yeah. like anyone that's got even a bit of a story, I'm, I'm happy to kind of go yeah. into it. Which, to be fair, turning around to the point of having a fucking guest on, we should talk <laughs> about you a bit, shouldn't we, Tom? <laughs> Fuck me. Well, we've warmed up a little bit. Now. I know, yeah. I don't know. Not... Well, I could do I part one and two of this. Yeah, yeah, to... I guess. Uh, I don't know what to talk about. No, no, I'm more interested in, like, because which business did you start first? Your scaffolding, like... So, yeah, the scaffolding business. So, so, so were you always a scaffolder? Did you have a yeah, job before yeah, that? Or... Oh, God, yeah, yeah, I've had a few jobs before that. So, I've been a scaffolder now probably about 14 years. Right, okay. had, The business is nearly seven years old. So going pretty like, what did you do when you left from when you left school sort of? So I left school. Um, I went sixth form first. Oh okay. Yeah, I actually just to drag it out yeah, a bit while you figure yeah, out what you're doing. You know yeah, what? Yeah. They were the best years of my yeah. life. You know, uh, <laughs> sixth form parties and yeah, all the rest of it. But now I want. I actually wanted to be in the police. I wanted to be a copper. Oh, okay. I was really ever since I was a kid. I was really hell bent on being in the police. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. There's still a little bit of me now <laughs> that like, like. Would like to go that way. Yeah, but what what about being a policeman? Do you think was drawing you to that? Helping people. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Helping people. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was really like hell bent on catching bad guys. Bad guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't mean that in like a, you know like a a, a drama like a cartoon kind yeah, of way. Like, like yeah, like, chasing know, the guy with a black bandana. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted to get <laughs> all the real bad people. I wanted to work as like a detective. I was really. Really, I'm just going to jump in and apologise to any listeners because the amount of times I've punched this microphone tonight, (laughs) it's ridiculous. If you keep hearing, if you keep hearing a thud, like I'm sorry, I'm just a fat knuckled idiot. (laughs) Carry on, Tom. Sorry. Um, Yeah, so I was well on the way to that as well. I actually got a job within the police um, as I was leaving. Well, no, just after I left sixth form, I got that. Yeah, Uh, and in a mad turn of events, it never happened. Ah, that's and. I would go into it, basically, in a nutshell. Yeah. 
I ended up getting nicked. Oh dear. For something. Right. Okay. That I was nothing to do with. Yeah. I didn't do it. Okay. I guess that's what they all say. But, so uh, I'm just glancing yeah. over because I haven't been paying attention to the <clears> camera to check if you're in a decent angle. But we can see you, so it's fine. Yeah, if I'm, yeah. you don't want to see me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, sorry. Yeah, so uh, anyway, it weren't meant to be, so that never turned out. So then I flitted around a bit, really. I went so is that because job. you can't apply to be in the police if you've got like a criminal no, record what, or something? No, I, I had this job. <laughs> I was waiting to go away for training. It was basically working in, inside the... Uh, I think it was inside Tamworth Police Station, if I remember rightly, or Burton. Yeah. Uh, doing the swabs, fingerprints and that. And it was like a backdoor route directly yeah. into the force. Cool. But because I'd been arrested, it was uh, terminated straight away. No. And it was... I never ended up getting... I was... Well, no, I weren't charged. I was bailed yeah. for it. I never simply because you charged. were arrested. Yeah, because I was oh. arrested, they terminated it, and it was a real shame. I say it's a long story. I won't go into it. That's fair enough. It was all to do with somebody committing theft, and I was with them. Uh, so, but and I got dragged into wrong it. Place, and, wrong yeah, time, wrong all place, that wrong place, And it was, but it's you know it's it's years and years ago in the past now. And if one thing I've really learnt about life if something isn't meant to be then it's not meant to no, be it ain't gonna happen, everything it? happens for a reason really so yeah so I flitted around then from job to job I worked at JCB for a little bit on nights Ooh. yeah that was uh, I like to do that again yeah but, uh, I can relate to that feeling yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. nasty isn't it nice um, then I, I started a little window cleaning business oh okay started a little gardening business so you were sort of at the same time a straw sort of yeah, thing yeah I was yeah. yeah I was and this was this was all like pre-recession uh, and then a friend of mine offered me a job with him yeah scaffolding it just me and him for a big 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 like national company yeah but he had secured this little job where he was going to be running it, running the job and he said you know if you come with me and It'll be a cushy little number, and you'll get paid this a week. Yeah. It was a decent wage. So, how old were you about this time? Uh, I was about, uh, about nineteen. Oh 20, shit! Yeah. So yeah, like fuck all commitment 20. sort of thing. Yeah, Happy no, to just go no, work nothing. the hours. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. And we were getting like you know, we was getting decent, decent dough. Um, so I did that, and then you know, within sort of two years, I, I was a fully qualified scaff. Sweet. I wasn't fully competent. Yeah. But I was fully qualified. Yeah. Uh, they put me through all my training and everything. And then I just sort of... I didn't like it, really. I'll be honest with you at first. I was like, this is a shit job. It's yeah. a hard job. Um, but I just sort of stuck with it. And then I got better and better at it. And eventually, sort of... So probably eight years, nine years down the line, I thought, you know what? I really want a, I want, want a business. I think it was in me to have a business, you know, with the oh, little okay. window cleaning business and the garden yeah, business yeah. I'd, I'd had. Um so yeah, so, did I, you ever struggle with like having a boss sort of thing? Uh, I don't think I struggle with having a boss. I don't struggle like with authority or anything like that. Uh, In fact, okay. everywhere, everywhere I've ever worked, have always asked me to stay when I've handed my uh, notice. Okay. So I've always been, I'd say I've always been quite a good employee. I've always I've, been a problem child, you see. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'd, I'd be a really good worker, <clears> but then it all, I'd clash personalities. If there was someone above me that yeah. was like a bit of a dick. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't pander to him. I'd like, I'd fucking tell him, <coughs> sort yeah. of thing. And I, I couldn't. So yeah, when I ended up just going working for myself, like people will say now, like when you know, one money's tight and whatnot, like oh, I'm just go get a normal fucking job and just don't solid hours paying whatnot. I'm like, I could not work for someone now. Yeah. Like just couldn't fucking. I couldn't imagine the thought of being like, oh, can I get off early to go and do this for the kids, or can I be in a bit late that day because like the wife's stressed or something. Like, 
Yeah, nah. me. And especially because most people aren't on the level amount of communication sort of thing. Yeah. I'll just get impatient with them quick. So I'm like, you're yeah. just being a dick because your missus is probably being a twat too. You're like, no, just fuck off. Yeah, you're looking at the whole like. <clears throat> thing, yeah, yeah, like specifically, I remember being like a mechanic, and like when I got trained when I was apprentice and everything, especially just a boy, you're working on brakes. I always got told when I was an apprentice, you never rush your brakes job because the brakes will stop a fucking car. So, you know, if it don't stop, you're gonna kill someone. I remember this fucking... That's point. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. Someone had to go to a different garage when I got made redundant when we had all the recession crap. Um, I remember working on the one car and it was like, right, okay, the last part with it was bleeding all the brakes, but it was like, ah, oh, five, home time. So in my head, I'm like, camera stopped. God, we're getting through a lot today, Tom. We're getting through a lot. Really? Sorry about all these camera stops, guys. We normally get it. Me and James just knock it out in an hour. Um, <laughs> oh, I was say, yeah, so basically went up to them and like, right, I'm going, I did it. And the... Uh, Boss, where the fuck? I'll try not to use so many names and shit. Um, it was like, want that fucking done? I'm like, no, I'm going home. So we had this old fucking Benny over it, and he was like, well, if you want it fucking done, you go do it yourself. I'm not rushing a brakes job. Yeah. But it was like that over a lot. Like I become an MOT tester as well. Oh, and right, mate, like right. I used to pass cars, like they were done, passed, and I'd hear him on the phone going, yeah, it's failed on this. I'm like, the fuck you doing? Like, I'll pass a bar, you know, a bit more money. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I couldn't turn a deaf ear sort of thing. I'm like, fuck it. So even as bad as it gets now, I'm like, as as bad as it gets, I can blame myself. Yeah. Like, it's my own fault for not trying to push the work and et cetera and whatnot. But yeah, that's why I was just interested then about you saying like it was into you to be self-employed sort of thing because that's, yeah, that's, the, that's the kind of thing that led me to it was like, I'm better just being myself. Yeah, I think. I, think, I think I'm the same. I did that on the same, even though I say I was a good employee. Yeah. You know, I guess I was lucky. I never really had any issues with people above me, you know, supervisors yeah, yeah. or whatever. So I guess, well, I've had the odd issue here and there. But yeah, I I would always speak my mind and yeah. whatever. But yeah, I, I would probably never become a problem. Yeah, I don't think I was ever a problem, really. Yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, it, it's definitely challenging yeah. having your own business, obviously, oh, yeah. and being self employed. Um, I always I wouldn't have it any other way. I always argue the point of the self-employed stuff is like, especially when like you're struggling and down and whatnot, is that like not only do you have to think about going and doing the work, but you have to actively work at getting the work. Yeah. I was like, that's when when you're struggling with stuff, and that's the way it is. That's what makes it even harder. Yeah. Like women be having me um counselling thing. Like, I originally tried going through um just the NHS to this like well-being matters thing, and then obviously it's all free and whatnot. And they gave me some homework, and it was like a fucking, oh, what do you call it? Where you get like a circle at the top, and then it comes down to another circle. So it's like, question, yes or no, and then the next thing, like a flow chart. Flow chart, yeah. I think. I think yeah. So we had a chat the first session, and then they gave me this thing at the end, like, try and do some of this, like some homework, basically. And the next session, it was like, oh, you didn't do it. I was like, oh, I didn't do this. He was like, well, why didn't you think you didn't do it? I'm like, because I've got three fucking kids, I'm self-employed, and like, I didn't have the fucking time in it because I didn't want to. It was because I've got some like inner hidden fucking problems that just like make me shy away from like yeah. writing how I feel. Like, is there no fucking time? So like, the next week happened and like, I hadn't done it. So I rang ahead and be like, I haven't done this again. Or are we just going to end up talking about why I haven't done it? And they were like, um, well, I won't tell you what, we'll just leave it. Like, fuck it. Yeah. So like, just pff, that's why I prefer the one I've got now because obviously it's a proper thing and it's through the whole claim, accident claim sort of thing. Yeah. But the first session I had with this, just like I get on the phone with her now, she's like, So, how you been since last time? And I'll just talk through like how I've been since the last session. And then she'll just pick up on certain things that I've done, whether it's good or bad, like whether it's been like a, like a job sort of thing. And I, I haven't 
like put it off to take the kids to fight club sort of thing. I've been like, actually didn't get to fight club at all that week. I just focused on the work sort of thing. Like gone to the whole other extreme. Thought, wow, that's fucking good and da 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 and whatnot. So yeah, it's kind of gone uh, gone that way. But yeah, I'm trying to pull it back to you. What I will say is, because of how long the time has gone, do you want to have a break it's pretty hot in here yeah yeah, if... yeah 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 cool with that yeah yeah cool, cool. Well, we'll, we'll pause it there then i'll make you another tea sounds and, uh, good and then we'll jump back on it yeah, sounds, we'll, we'll yeah, do that sounds, we'll do sounds. that